This is Scientific American's 60 Second Science. I'm Steve Mursky. Got a minute? Creationism evolves, and sometimes those new strategies succeed. Nicholas Matsky, an evolutionary biologist currently on a fellowship at the Australian National University in Canberra. So I think a lot of people, they might not have been on their radar that we have two states that have a statewide policy that encourages teachers to introduce sort of false criticisms of evolution. And it also, more explicitly, tries to prevent administrators from doing anything about it if they have a teacher that's doing this kind of thing. Those states are Tennessee and Louisiana. Matsky used to work for the National Center for Science Education, the NCSE, which tracks these legislative efforts to get religiously motivated creationism and its thinly disguised offshoots like intelligent design into public school classrooms. Matsky and the NCSE were involved in the Kitzmiller v. Dover case in Pennsylvania, in which the judge found the inclusion of intelligent design in the biology curriculum to be a violation of the First Amendment. December 20th marks the 10th anniversary of that decision. But dozens of similar bills that do not explicitly mention creationism or intelligent design have been proposed since. Over the years, I had kept in touch with NCSE people, and we had always talked about you know, we're like these bills that look like they're just being copied and modified. You know, we should we should do a phylogeny at some point, you know, do an evolutionary analysis of them. So it gotten up to being about 60 bills. I uh, took all those bills, lined all up all the texts, coded all the characteristics, all the variations between these texts, and then ran them through the standard phylogenetic analyses um, that we use for DNA. We use them for dinosaurs. Um, they get used to study virus evolution. Those same programs can be used on texts that have been copied and modified. Matsky's tongue-in-cheek, or rather panda's thumb in a creationist's eye analysis, is in the journal Science. It reveals a high degree of relatedness among the bills. That is, legislators make slight alterations in bills either from their own state or other states in the hopes that this time the particular wording will get the bill passed. And with the phylogenetic analysis, we can tell, you know, when do these steps happen and how influential are they on future anti-evolution legislation. So it's worth alerting people to the fact that these bills exist and alerting people to how these strategies change their time. Thanks for the minute. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Steve Mursky.